What's up, y'all? Welcome back to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. This is where I just give y'all <laughs> the raw, honest truth. And uh, today's topic is talking about women don't need birth control. And I stand by that. I will say that until the casket drop, okay? And there won't be no casket drop because I'm getting cremated because I just think, you know, caskets and funerals are just exploiting people. But um, that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> um, I just feel like there, there are so many options that are different options when it comes to preventing a pregnancy or pre- preventing um, people to become with child. Ways to stop a woman's body from doing what it's supposed to do is not the answer. And I think we need to talk to our daughters, our cousins, our nieces, our sisters, and our sons about sex, okay? It is not something that's not happening because it's happening. It is not something that only happens at age 15 and up because it's happening before that, okay? Ask anyone from any generation. They were hunching, poking, touching, feeling, licking, people's body parts in places that they shouldn't before 15. And it just blows my mind that there are people out here that will not, do not, and don't think they should have the discussion with little people with young minds, impressionable minds before 15, okay? And don't forget the motherfucking pills, okay? Birth control... It's not the answer, but I don't think we talked about who created birth control and why they created birth control and what does birth control really do to a woman's body. And that's what we need to go ahead and dissect. So in this episode, I do have a short talk with someone who's very intelligent that goes by the name Jada. Someone who does not mind exploring insightful thinking and things we the people should know. Jada isn't a stranger to my thoughts. I've had him in the past on Cozy Womb Podcast on my um, Black Fathers Matter series. So I just want to welcome him back and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Disclaimer! There is something going on with my laptop where it makes me sound like I'm God and there's like a feedback so hopefully you don't hear that but if you do I apologize I don't know what's going on I'm um, trying out different mics and so far it's not good (laughs) so hopefully um, you don't hear too much of that I tried to talk less during him and I discussing this topic so if you hear it that's what it is I apologize But after Jada and I talk, I will dig more into birth control and what it does to a woman's body. But I hope you guys enjoy the show. If you have kids around or if you're at work and you're already an HR issue, please put in your headphones. But thank you for checking out She Gets a Podcast. Do you hear this? Do you hear this silence? Yes. This is a space where your ad could be played about your product, where your ad could be played about your business, about your show, because I believe we can all be great on different shows and platforms. So if you're looking for ad space right now, your ad could be playing here instead of me talking and instead of this silence. So next time when I do an episode, and you want to promote your show, your business, or your services, hit me up at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. Now back to Michelle. Back to Michelle. Don't say I never gave y'all anything. I'm giving you the space to be great. Can you tell me um, why you think that? Why you think women don't eat? Okay. And which, uh, which I know it can sound inflammatory for a lot of people when they hear it and they hear it out of context. So, um, 
if I could, almost in defense of myself, for everybody who has their mind made up already. Uh, I just want to say exactly what birth control is. Um, when women take, you know, orthotricycline to add to um, to to, uh, to regulate um, their bodies, things there are things that are healthcare, and so. <clears throat> When women deal with their bodies and they deal with healthcare, birth control is a term that has become ambiguous, but it's become ambiguous purposely for the purpose of uh, propaganda. And so when I talk about birth control, I have to go back to the person who coined the phrase birth control, um, who is Margaret Sanger. In the early 1900s, Margaret Sanger was a, um, well, Wikipedia has her as an activist. Um, Hillary Clinton calls her a hero. The Smithsonian um, calls her an icon. Uh, Time Magazine called her one of the most uh, influential people of the century. She's been called a lot of things by a lot of people. But one thing that doesn't get circulated a lot is the fact that she was a eugenicist. And um, eugenics is the idea, to put it very simply, that um, some people are fit to live and others are not. Um, and so a scientific racism and eugenics, um, these are the things that fuel the medical uh, associations in, in the early 1900s, our higher learning educations, um, and definitely the media. And um, in New York, uh, she had a, a publishing that she would write for very, uh, very regularly. And um, she started an organization called the American Birth Control League, and that will become Planned Parenthood. It evolved into what, what we understand as Planned Parenthood today. So the person who at the, is who at the head of, who started Planned Parenthood, her name is Margaret Sanger. She coined the phrase birth control in the early 1900s for the purpose of eugenics, given a, 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 a foundation for scientific racism. So there's a lot of things that we think of when we hear birth control. And so when I talk about um, when I when I talk about women taking advantage of the miracles of medicine um, in order to aid in their health care, that's not what I'm talking about in birth control, but abortion is not healthcare. And we have to remove the ambiguity from the term birth control um, to where it includes abortion. There was a popular film that was, uh, or, or semi-popular, it had a cult following, um, that was a documentary that was released about 15, about 15 years ago. And it was called Ma'afa 21. And the, the, the word Ma'afa just simply means black genocide. And so Ma'afa 21 was about black genocide in the 21st century. Um, this documentary also highlighted the eugenics movement and abortion and how that was used to reduce um, and, and keep and maintain black populations. When we look at black people in relation to other races and in and, and, and population for the for the majority up until the year 2000, we were the only ones that were about staying the same as everybody else was growing. We do see issues with white population now, which is highlighted by, by neo-fascists and other, other groups. But, um, but the reason that blacks weren't growing um, is because it was, it was a multi-tiered attack. Um, and it, it, it came about from many different angles, but one of them was medically. And the Medical Association has always had white quotes pointed against black skin. Um, and the media using propaganda and the ambiguity of the term birth control. Uh, Margaret Sanger with her writings that were published in, uh, in the New York Call. Um, every, things a mother should, every mother should know, things every girl should know. Um, these writings were just littered with uh, disdain for sex in its in in and of itself, and she was a she was a, a she came from a large family, 
and she had lots of brothers and sisters and she said that she said that for a large family the most the most uh i forget the word that she used but the, the, the most beneficial thing that you can do for a child is to kill it what is she the youngest yeah. she uh i i i, I want to say i want to say she's the youngest of 10 but um but I, I, I don't, don't want to say that before I, before I run to it. Let me, let me get Wikipedia to help me really quickly. <laughs> Check the fact. Yeah, but, let's um, do that. Let's do that. I can see why um, she would say that because my mom was one of 13. And I think <clears> she was the youngest and she hated it because you can't have two parents and 13 kids and feel like your love and attention is always going to be balanced. So maybe that's why she was so strong on that point. Well, and, and she was also, she was also speaking specifically of what she considered to be the weak um, or feeble-minded. Um, these people included Negroes, Latins, Slavs, um, people who had uh, physical and mental disabilities. Um, yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, she uh, she ended up marrying a relative and had like, yeah, it was it was crazy. What? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But her ideas on family and and sex in and of themselves were definitely uh, perverted. But it was her views on race that that caused her to be the champion of the birth control movement. Um, to coin the phrase birth control, to write the things that she wrote, to start Planned Parenthood, and to make abortion a legal um, and easy option for certain people. Um, in certain neighborhoods, you'll see fertility clinics. In other neighborhoods, you'll see Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Even like here um, in Atlanta, you'll see a lot of bulletins for that and actual Planned Parenthood um, building for that, but I can't go to Buckhead or I can't go to Alpharetta and see that. Right. Right. And 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 that's what and that's what it's about too. We we we're only as we're only as free as our options. And so when we look at, at society and how it's been structured for us and, and what's been presented to us, you know, this is this is what we've been this is what we've been shaped toward. And the whole purpose of propaganda is to shape public opinion, is to shape the idea that a society has of another group of people. Um, uh, specifically is to make them see another group of people as less than human and to prepare them so that when there's, um, when those people are attacked and ultimately even eradicated, uh, they'll look at it as we're better off without them. So when we when we look at propaganda ministers uh, like uh, Joseph Joseph Goebbels for the Third Reich and for Hitler, um, they started out with cartoons and things the sort of the of the Jewish people, um, the idea that Jewish people were penny pinchers and stuff like that. All of this comes from German propaganda. Um, the idea of the Jewish people having the large noses, which is actually a Roman thing, um, that whole a lot of that comes from uh, uh, German propaganda. And all of that German propaganda served so that the German people would turn in their neighbors, the people who they had grown up next to. But just because these people were Ashkenazi and not German, all of a sudden um, they were less German and then they were less human. Um, and we see the same thing in the early 1900s toward Black people, where propaganda was put up to see, make Black people seem less than American and then less than human. Um, even today, you know, I, I can't be a, a African in America. I can't even be a, an American like Raven Simone. You know, I have to have a, a hyphen. I have to be uh, qualified. There has to be an asterisk so next to my citizenship. And, um, and in, in many, many ways, this has been pointed against us, you know, but specifically with, with abortion, it's been about population control, ultimately uh, genocide. What would you say is something we can do from in our home as far as the mindset 
when it comes to our sons and our daughters regarding controlling their um, choices when it comes to who they choose to have sex with or kids. Hmm. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. We have to we have to tell our children the truth um, about ourselves. We have to be vulnerable um, before our children. We have to tell the truth about about we can't we can't try to save face and also try to uh, raise complete people, complete whole people. We we have to be able to to sh share our our mistakes and things of the sort. And um, one of those things is sometimes our poor choices in, in people, you know, uh, we have this thing where we want to repeat. We always want to blame the ex and, and everything is always the other person's fault. Um, but if we can take accountability for certain things, you know, and, and namely our choices, you know, because even if even if something was completely the other person's fault and it was completely of their character, we still chose those people to not only you know associate with but to lay down with and then even procreate with um so so we have to get in the habit of, of of being vulnerable enough to tell the truth about about everything about ourselves and about our pasts and and especially about the society that we live in and what the society has shaped us for uh, we just spent a little bit of time telling everybody happy new years and before that we were telling everybody you know merry christmas and we were reciting reciting uh, incantations and doing rituals and people won't see it like that but they don't even think about why they're making cabbage and black eyed peas or they won't even think about why they have a tree inside their home um and so we, we we need to be honest with ourselves first about the origins of a lot of things that are um, that are commonplace in our culture, um, whether they be holidays or abortion, um, and 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 become aware of the potential dangers of repeating uh, actions. Become aware of uh, of of what these rituals really are a lot of people uh will i love it that 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 this is a podcast though because uh, i can say things like this on a podcast but there are blood rituals that are that are being held and and our children are are the subject of them and and they're they're really powerful rich influential people in the society in this government who carry out blood rituals and we participate in those in many different ways and we don't even we don't even know and so uh, becoming aware of all of that crazy stuff but if you don't want to believe all of that stuff just be just be aware of making making the right decisions with the people you choose to associate with not only that the people you choose to lay down with not only that the people you choose to procreate with and be responsible everybody out there knows what sex does you know what I mean? Um, we we can exert leg control. You know, um, I actually saw this 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 video on, on Instagram circulating where this guy was talking about. You know, a man can't tell a woman no like a woman can tell a man no. You know, a woman a man he can't he can't tell a woman if she's just beautiful and coming on to him, and that's that's ridiculous. You know, we as humans we we have self control if we if we use it. But just like every other muscle in your body, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so by us just being willy-nilly with everything that we do um, and not exercising self-control, we don't have it. And so, yeah, we find ourselves in situations and find ourselves with, with uh, consequences. Um, but, the, 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 but we really need to be responsible and be adults, you know, and, and really act. If we're not going to act our age, act like like how people our age acted when we were kids <laughs> pretend you know to pretend to be responsible um for me i never took uh birth control because i felt like i don't want something foreign coming into my body to tell my body to not do something that's naturally supposed to do um for other women around me and girls because 
a lot of my family started taking birth control when they were like 15, 16, uh, which still did not prevent them from having children. I have a lot of cousins who are that 1%, and that 1% meaning birth control is not a 100% preventative thing. So they still had kids. And my thing is, why didn't you just be picky about the people you did those acts with so you didn't have to have a risk? And I don't think a lot of people teach their kids and their sons and their daughters to be picky. I think society makes people feel like, oh, you're just stuck up or you feel like you're better than when it's not that. And so what if you feel like you're better than this? At least you have a high regard for yourself. And I think people try to downplay others who have a high regard for their themselves and their choices, and it shouldn't be like that. There's nothing wrong with being too good for something. We should be it's too good for a lot of the things that, that are commonplace, you know. And um, yeah, I agree with you. Lake control works a lot better than birth control, but we live in a society that has conditioned us away from that. So instead of eating habits, we have cholesterol pills, you know. And so everything is, instead of being on us for discipline, it's on technology and innovation to come up with, you know, ways and conveniences, you know, and you just, you know, you, you screw who you want, you don't use protection, and then if you slip up, you know, just have an abortion, and we're there for you, you know? And and it's and it's being rec recycled. And even as, it, like you were talking about, it's not 100% with different type, types of things, Deborah uh, things of the sort, but also you have to be careful, us as Black people, um, of those white coats. And the things that are good for the goose are not necessarily good for the gander. When when we look at even things as simple as cholesterol levels, those things that are normal for black people are not normal necessarily for white people and, and, and vice versa. And so we can't hold ourselves to those types of medical standards. And so when drugs are developed, vaccines are developed, man, don't you take that shot. We have to be, we have to be careful um, and and, and especially when we have something where we have a, 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 a track record, where we have years where we can go back and, and look at the data mm -hmm. and we can see how these things have affected us. And, um, and yet it hasn't, it hasn't added to our overall health. It, it, it has stagnated uh, uh, our, our, our population growth, um, it even declined in some areas, you know, so. We have to be aware of those things and make sure we tell ourselves the truth so that we can tell our kids the truth. Yeah, you know what's so crazy? I feel like, okay, our parents, when we were young, they would have to come to us and talk to us about things we cannot see because it's not in our, it's not in our face like it is now. And the parents today that have kids with smartphones and all this access, they're still stuck on, oh, I'm not going to have the conversation until they're like 15, 16, as if they can't Google. And my thing is, a parent now, you should be more open to having this discussion with your six-year-old, your seven-year-old, your eight-year-old, as long as you're allowed to give them an iPad, an iPhone, um, a laptop, their own room with the door on it. You should be able to have a discussion. And there's too many parents who are like, you know what, I'm going to wait. What are you waiting on? Right. right. You're waiting on them to get another impression of it from somewhere else, from a TV show, from, from somewhere else. And then, and then you have to undo the bad ideas before you can even install the, the, the right one. Yeah. So let me ask you then. So, well, well, I ask you this first: Is uh, how old, how old, uh, how long are you gonna wait before you talk to your kids? I already talked to them. I talked to Anya when she was six, and I purposely make 
it a normal thing so she doesn't feel like it's embarrassing to talk about private parts. It's embarrassing to talk, talk about a scene she sees on TV. I make it normal discussion so it's not like this thing you need to hide from me because that's the worst feeling for a child to feel like you can't talk to your parents because this thing you're not supposed to know and you're going to get in trouble for knowing. Do you use proper names for body parts or do you use like cutesy names? I use proper names and I tell the, I tell her that some people may call it this. Some people may say this, just so if it's someone in her age range talking to her that's not educated on the proper name, she'll get an idea of what they're trying to say. So my whole goal is to not make her blind in public. And that's by ear and by vision. So if I put her up on all the names and the correct name, she'll know how to move around a conversation correctly. If I don't and I just tell her the proper name, somebody could be like, oh, this ain't that. This is such and such. Well, you know what? My mom told me about such and such. I'm yeah. yeah, I think I think ignorance definitely prepares us for manipulation. Yeah. Um, so, so you say you've never, you've never taken I've never taken So let's say, you know, God forbid, you know, you had a medical issue and the doctor prescribed it um to 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 regulate something. Would you would you be open to that? No. I would look for a herbal way of maintaining better health before I take a prescription that's prescribed by a doctor who's supposed to push drugs. Like, there's always a natural way to heal because the body is already self-healing. But sometimes people get lazy and they don't have the discipline to go ahead and say, I'm going to change my diet or I'm going to lessen my stress or I'm going to stop doing this thing that I don't need just so I can see how my body reacts. So what would you that's that's what it is for everything is people lack discipline. People lack discipline in saying I'm going to use my brain instead of my emotion even though I'm attracted to this person. I'm going to use my brain instead of my wants, even though I want to buy this thing, but I can't afford it. I'm going to use my brain instead of a feeling I'm trying to chase instead of take this drug or whatever substance. It's self-discipline. That's why you have addicts. That's why you have people that hoard. That's how you have people that keep buying shit and they have no money and they're in debt. That's how you have people that keep coming back to the source that keep giving the money to buy the food that they're overeating. So it's all about self-discipline to me. So what would your advice be to your non-existent hypothetical 16-year-old daughter who is having a, a, a very embarrassing and uncomfortable um, irregular period. When and eating. when she, when you bring it, like, like when she goes to the doctor, you know, the doctor says that this is the, this this will relieve the, 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 the symptoms. I would tell her no. I would tell her you could take that doctor's opinion, but you're not taking anything physically in your body before we talk about it first or before we um, do a subtraction of your habits and the subtraction of your habits could be are you smoking are you drinking are you getting enough sleep what are you eating because if you think about it they put drugs in our meat they um, are making our meat 
with technology. They are putting hormones in the milk, the animals, the fish, um, all that um, farm-raised fish that's in the stores right now. Even if you say, oh, I don't eat meat, I don't eat um, red meat, I don't eat pork, but I eat fish. The fish is fucked up. Um, the seafood is fucked up. You can't have too many um, wheat breads that are white bleach breads. Uh, and then what they push, yeah, what, what they push to our kids is all processed foods. Like, there's probably no child right now that has actually eaten a non-GMO fruit or vegetable. They don't know what that tastes like. And that shouldn't be a thing. But it's a thing. So if you take all of that into consideration, all of our kids are on drugs. They're eating it. So if we find a way to find the most clean things to eat and we don't see any changes in my 16-year-old's body, then let's try something else. But I'm never going to be like, oh yeah, take the drugs that they give you. Because most of the time, when women take drugs for any prescription that a doctor gives them, they fix one thing, but they give you something else. And it's kind of like, if you're smart, you get to a point and say, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm going to naturally just do this. And eventually that issue goes away. See, it just, it just, it just appears medical doctors to like the shady mechanic <laughs> like fixes one thing and it purposely breaks another so you got to come back to them but weeks. that's what it is even when you go to the dentist i don't know about you but i like my teeth clean but i hate the process of getting my teeth clean but when i go to get my teeth clean five five days later a week later two weeks later my teeth are hurting because they use tools to separate my teeth they went and dig in my gum. So now my mouth is irritated. So what am I going to do if I can't bear that? I'm going to go back. Just made my teeth Yeah, like I hate that process, but that's what it is. You have to naturally figure out better habits. So in my bathroom right now, I have all the tools that the dentist used to take the uh, plaque off my teeth. I have uh, the tools to check my teeth. I floss. I um, look at the ingredients on my toothpaste. I change my toothbrush. You know, all of these things that are preventative that I can do before I go to the dentist, before things get extreme, people don't do because they just don't care to do. And that's what it is when it comes to this breath control. You can control the people that you invite into your body. You just don't want to. Like, I could be 33 years old right now, and I have two kids, and I've only shared my body with seven people. That's a decision. It's not, oh, you should have had more, or... You're not really a woman because you haven't had more or you lack experience. Who's to say you can't have the best experiences with one person? It's a mindset that people have out here that's incorrect. Do you have any more info to give um, birth control? Anything yeah. else to say? Yeah, the, the health healthcare in uh, our healthcare system in general hasn't really been about you know healthcare, like you're saying. You know, it's been about it's been about a response to, to sickness, and it's been a symptomatic response to sickness. 
got a problem, take a pill. Still got a problem, cut it out. And we've taken that approach to our own sexuality and our own reproduction and, and lost the magic, you know. And, um, yeah, lost the art. And um, yeah, and, and, and sacrificed it for science. And so, and, and now our, instead of us, you know, eating right, we just have pills for when we don't, you know, and instead of us being discriminated with our bodies, we have options for when we don't. So. But thank you for the information. It's a, it's a heavy, it's a heavy topic, I noticed. Uh, I noticed this is quite a heavy topic. It's heavy because every generation you see the repetition. And um, I just hope that we get a generation in the future that's very transparent and, and um, doesn't have all this fluff. Because it's not that we don't have enough children in the world, because we do. There's a lot of kids in the foster care system, and there's a lot of kids waiting in the office to be put in the foster care system. Is that we have too many kids um, connected to people who don't have a plan, who didn't prepare for them, and um, who shrugged it. And that we have a system that shrugs the idea of making sure every child has uh, upbringing of value. So that's why I'm transparent. Yeah. With that, with that being said, that was actually one of um, that was actually one of Margaret Sanger's uh, one of her arguments for the culling of humans. Which is, which is what abortion is and what it was initially designed to be, is to take these people who were, what she considered to be undesirables, people who would be, you know, just mooching off society and people who she considered to be, to be the element of the criminal, the criminal class, you know? And, um, and that was why she wanted to. And, and these, these people, if any, if any soul passes through the Yanni and into this world, it did so with a purpose. If there's not a raindrop that falls on the earth without purpose, then how much more so for a soul that enters the earth? So we have to be really, really, you know, really, really protective of, of what we've been given and what we've been entrusted with. You know, these aren't our children. We just we just watching them. Um, we don't have possession of them, and um, and so in part part of our cherishing our children, you know, is is just being honest with ourselves and and with our choices, making sure that we prepare. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have sex with smart people. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do that. Have have yeah. Have sex with smart people. Have sex other than just in February. We need more than just Scorpios in the world. Just joking. Just joking. <laughs> but we need to do, we do need to be responsible, you know, with our, with our decisions and plan ahead, especially when we know the consequences of our actions. We know what happens. We know that stuff, that, that stuff works. You know, it looks like snot, but it makes babies. And we know that. So let's be responsible. <laughs> well, uh, ain't that what Too Short said? You know, and, that, uh, <laughs> and that was Devin the Dude. If that's how we end this, we talk about Too Short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Devin the Dude. That was your dude. You must be used to all the finer things. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Your word. 
thanks thanks for for having me thanks for allowing me to encourage people to have sex with smart people and and be smart about sex in general and yeah. cherish yeah. our children from every angle right. and thank you for having me chan i know you get it she gets it My Shan advice for this episode is to stop talking and just do your thing. Just do your motherfucking thing. Peace. And that was Jada, okay? <laughs> that man's mind is priceless, all right? I just, listen, those were the facts, okay? And the best Birth control is having the ability to control your emotions. Like I said, if you know a person that can nurture the responsibility of the possibility of you creating a life, listen, then go for it. But if you're not sure, if it's something you have to question, listen, kids do not choose to be born, okay? But when they are here, it is now your responsibility, Okay, we have to control our acts. We have to do our best every time. We have to discipline ourselves to not go for the urge to feel body parts and things and emotions over the responsibility of taking care of a life. Taking in drugs to tell your body not to do something it's naturally supposed to do is a dumb concept. All right. You have to control yourself and make better decisions. On top of that, if you really break down all the side effects for birth control, is it really worth it? Okay? Birth control is to make sure that no egg can be fertilized during the act of sex. Okay? The side effects of birth control should already be like, okay... I don't even want to deal with the side effects of birth control, so I'm going to have self-discipline. But if you do not, let me go through the side effects of birth control, all right? And this is only pill form. There are worse side effects when you take the IUD where it can get trapped into your fallopian tubes and cause you severe pain, okay? And if it is not treated, you can die from that, okay? But we're just going to focus on the side effects of birth control on the pill. You have spotting bleeding, all right? Weight gain, fluid retention, your breast swelling. My nipples are already sensitive. I don't know about yours, but my nipples are already sensitive, okay? Melasma, which is darkening of skin. Your skin and different parts can be darkened because you're using birth control. Your contact lens will change. So even your vision you would probably have to change the prescription in your contact lens. Feeling nauseous randomly because you're taking birth control. Dizziness. Headaches. I don't know about you, but so far it doesn't sound like a pleasant process of being on birth control. Just so the possibility of me having sex, I don't have to worry about creating a child. Not the possibility of me having sex. It prevents me from getting any sexual transmitted diseases. No, this is just for the prevention of you creating a life because you don't have the discipline to be like, ah, ah, ah. put something on that, uh, that, uh, hard, you know, thingamajigger you got over there because you don't want to do that. This is what, this is what you're up against. All right. What we said, we said headaches. Yeah. Headaches. You may develop blood clots. Okay. Those could kill you. I don't know if you check. Um, high, high risk of heart attacks after 35. I am 33. So let's say if I've been taking, um, birth control since I was 15 nonstop and I'm 33, that means at 35, I'm a higher risk of having a heart attack because this is my practice because I didn't have any self-discipline. Higher risk of high blood pressure. Black people, we already got high blood pressure because we like to eat things that are unhealthy, that taste good, that are well-seasoned, okay? Stop heightening your chances of not being around when you do want to have children, okay? Your hormones thicken around the cervical area, which makes 
you have more cervical mucus that will block a sperm from getting to the fallopian tubes. Why? Because you don't have the self-control to be like, wear a condom. You're taking on all these side effects with a pill that a doctor prescribes you because you don't have self-control. Irregular cycles, okay? Change in appetite, feeling bloated. What do men get as a side effect of you taking birth control? Nothing. They get the fucking peace of mind that you might not get pregnant. The idea of a woman uh, getting pregnant is highly unlikely because she's taking birth control, because she's taking on the possibility of all these fucking side effects. Listen, listen, you have one body, you have one life. If you're a Kardashian, you probably have multiple bodies, but we are not them. Listen, take care of your body, okay? Don't let a man's lack of self-discipline become your lack of self-discipline where you have to take on these possible side effects because you want to pop a pill for birth control because you don't want to tell a man that you are unsure about, that is questionable, that is a possibility of not being here next year, (laughs) wear a condom. Just wear a condom. Personally, if you're not sure about a person, y'all shouldn't be fucking in the first place. But that's neither here or there. Have some self-discipline and pick the people that you invite into your body wisely, okay? I'm not taking on these side effects because somebody wants to go skeet, skeet, skeet with they meat all up in my kitchen, all up in my hot pocket. I'm not doing it, okay? I have never taken birth control, I will never take birth control and I'm raising two beautiful daughters who will not be taking birth control. They're going to have some self-control. The discussion about sex is going to be widely talked about. Okay? Not wildly, widely talked about. Meaning, it's going to be something you shouldn't be ashamed of. We're going to openly talk about our vaginas up in here. I just had a discussion with them this morning about their vaginas. Because... I've been noticing pee in my toilet not flush and no toilet tissue in there is in there, which tells me that they're using the bathroom and they're not wiping themselves, okay? We all have vaginas in here. You wipe your vagina or it's going to stink and it's going to fall off, okay? Have those discussions with your children because they need to know that's better hygiene that I'm teaching up in here, all right? Stop hiding the fact that life is possible through certain acts that humans naturally do. But just because humans naturally do these acts doesn't mean that you have to do them without the knowledge of the responsibility that will come with it. And the responsibility that comes with sex sometimes is children. And the best way to prevent children is to have the knowledge of what comes with children and what comes with the acts of possibly making a child. Have some self-discipline. Spend some more time getting to know someone before you invite them into your body. Men, be very particular about the women you have sex with because not all women are considered to be mothers. Not all women want to be mothers. Okay, it's not just a good time. It's not just to cop a feel. It's not just to get your rocks off. It's not just to get a nut out. It's not just to be hot and sweaty and wetty and 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 feel some type of passion. Find some passion in your career. Find some passion in making sure that your parents don't don't have to go to work anymore and they can live a very comfortable life because of what their son or their daughter did. Find some passion in making sure that your children have the best type of lifestyle that there is to live. Find some passion in the fact that you're doing exactly what you love to do for a living and it's funding your lifestyle. Find passion in that. But if your passion is just skeeting off in random women and you just letting random men skeet off in you and hoping that uh, you're not pregnant, that ain't it. That ain't it. And don't think that this government is going to save you because every state is different. Okay? 
Just because they sell a plan B pill there doesn't mean you need to go re-up and have a whole cabinet at home full of plan B because you're not self-disciplined. Okay? Birth control is a big issue. Birth control, to me, shouldn't even fucking be a thing. But it is a thing. But there's a better way to raise a child, male or female, when it comes to the thinking behind birth control, okay? And the pill ain't it. The pill ain't gonna be it for my kids. And I hope you're having a wide discussion with your kids about that pill, all right? Stop ruining your bodies because pharmaceutical companies say so. Stop ruining your bodies because everyone's scared that you're going to get become pregnant because they, they don't have any faith in you to be responsible. They don't have any faith in you to, to respect your body. That's all I'm saying. You don't need birth control. You need some self-control. So Jada and I agree. Thank you for checking out She Gets It. My name is Shan. You can contact me at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. If you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a rating and a review. Okay? And if you would like to collab on the show, email me. If you would like to see me on Twitter, it's the same thing. She Gets It Pod. On IG, it's the same thing. She Gets It Pod. I am on Clubhouse. All right? I do pop in a room or two between these three shows. Okay? Um, I am on Stereo. She Gets It Pod. Find me. We can talk, but thank you for checking out the episode. Peace.